702 SMS Talk at 9 on 31702. Mr. Mashaba, it's been way too long. I hope you're doing well. Thank you very much, Kushu. Well, uh, you know, I was just really talking to your colleagues there that would have been such a great pleasure to be with you in the studio. Unfortunately, I don't want to risk your your, your health and uh, you risking mine. No, of course. So unfortunately, we've got to really do this uh, through using technology. But uh, thank you very much uh, for the opportunity. I've really been looking forward one day getting an opportunity to engage with you. No, that's good. Thank you. Thank you so much, uh, Mr. Mashaba. I mean, the last time we, I had you in studio, I was very lucky to actually have you in studio with me. And now we're doing this uh, telephonically, which, which yes, is absolutely fine. And, and now you're at least in the comfort of... Of your home. Um, yes, I'm in my, st- I'm in, in my study, yeah, and uh, uh, having a nice heater. So, but <laughs> at the end of the day, um, I miss that opportunity to engage on a personal level. I mean, uh, yeah, that's, yeah. Uh, you, you, human, human nature, as far as as human beings, uh, we, we need uh, one another. We need that personal touch and feeling. But uh, we hope uh, um, this too shall pass. professionals will, will find uh, the cure one day. Hey, I mean that this things shall pass also. But let's let's kick off. I mean, uh, you were on on Card Blanche uh, earlier this evening, uh, referred to as the disruptive mayor. I was reading through, you know, some of your experiences whilst being mayor, and and you know, being the at the very minimum a disruptive mayor, I think is an apt uh, description of you and who you are. Um, and then I found, you know, I found it refreshing. But obviously, it was a very interesting journey that you've been through over this particular period. I mean, let's start off with you entering the scene um, as as the mayor of Johannesburg. Um, the one key observation that you have made is the fact that there's a difference uh, between being part of the opposition and basically only being driven by what you are saying versus being the government of the day, albeit even at local government level, because now you have to do as well. You can't just say you have to do. What was that experience like for you? What was that shock of walking in to the office as the mayor? What was that like for you? You know, Gushon, this was really one of the most uh, traumatic, but at the same time, the rewarding experience. Uh, why I'm saying traumatic is... Uh, you know, every morning you, you, you go to work, uh, you go to work in an environment that is extremely hostile, extremely hostile. If you think, of, I cannot really describe how hostile it was. But at the same time, you are faced with a situation where you've got massive backlog, backlog of uh, infra- infrastructure. And one thing that people must understand and appreciate is the fact that um, local government is one of the most highly regulated environment the space you got to operate under and then at the same time i'm operating with uh, with uh, the seven-way coalition uh, uh, environment so whatever decision that you take uh, uh, you've got to re- obviously consult all these other parties at least the other parties also what's interesting is that i learned that we've got a formal arrangement with them because da never had the courtesy to inform me that we've got a formal legal arrangement with other parties. I actually lend uh, a month or two the coalition partners bringing this to my attention. But obviously, EFFS, you're aware, they made it very clear from day one that mm-hmm. they will vote with us on an issue-by-issue basis. 
And obviously what was even more scary was the fact that uh, EFF uh, didn't want me to, uh, to, to be the mayoral candidate. They were determined to unseat the ANC, but um, decided uh, to say, look, uh, to the DA, we are happy to, uh, to, to really give you our support on condition that uh, you remove Mashaba. And I'm sure you, uh, you know why the EFF did not really want me because of my, uh, my, my, my views on, on, on the economy and, and my capitalist uh, the, the, the crusader view, you know. So, and I, and I remember that day when the EFF made a, the, had a press conference in Alexander, I was actually here at home. And in, in, uh, at that day, I was in my bedroom watching, I watched this uh, EFF interview. And um, I didn't know what they mentioned that there's an issue that uh, DA must address. And as you're aware, DA was also going to have a, their press conference later on in sentence. And mm. then I got a call from uh, TD Madia at the time she was with Power FM to call me to say, hey, man, uh, because TD used to follow me by during my, my campaign. She mm. says, are you aware? Did you listen to, to EFF uh, the press conference, as I said? Uh, yes. Uh, and he says, do you know what the problem is? Uh, says, the problem is you. I said, TD, please, if that is the case, please ask the DA uh, not to lose the, this opportunity. All of us got into this uh, to unseat the ANC. If I'm, I'm, I'm a stumbling block, this is the last job in the world I want. Please ask them to bring the papers, get someone else. And uh, as I was busy talking to TV, Stephen Crotus from 702 called, called me uh, and, and saying the same thing. I said, Stephen, please ask the DA to, to accept this proposal. So you can imagine now, the 22nd August, I'm elected, and the EFF also voted uh, for me. Mm. I mean, it was honestly and truly one of the most uh, scariest parties that, um, how am I going to really be able to go through this uh, situation? More especially, ANC had already made it very clear that uh, they're going to collapse my, my government in three months, firstly. Mm. And secondly... Uh, you get into the environment, uh, almost all the senior positions are held by senior members of the ANC. Uh, not the political, administrative. From the city manager, yeah. remember the city yeah. manager was uh, was Trevor Fowler, one of the senior members of the, the ANC, was the, was the city manager. You look at everyone. Now, mm-hmm. I've work in this environment. They're the ones that uh, obviously have to really do the administrative work on my be- on. on, on my my behalf and and my the political parties. So you can imagine the sabotage. Oh, literally uh, on an everyday basis, I knew I would really be attacked. Uh, you do, you don't know who to trust, mm-hmm. but at the same time, the job has to carry on. And I mean, unfortunately. Look- I mean, ultimately, you were you were in a very difficult position from, you know, all in all, from a political perspective. And I'll dissect that with you in just a few. But I just want to mention, and I mean, obviously, this year is not you whispering in my ear before the interview or me telepathically connecting with you. I know this because there's currently um, your former chief, uh, your chief of staff, Michael Beaumont. Um, is is revealing all of this in a in a real tell yeah, in his book. Oh, in his yeah, book, the Michael. Ex- yeah. Yeah, he wrote a fantastic book. I remember last uh, May, I think, yeah, when I was uh, on my way to, uh, to my daughter's graduation in, uh. in the U.S. 
And uh, one day came, uh, I think about a week or so before I left, uh, she says, hey, man, you know what, I've been writing something and I want uh, you to call it uh, with me. I said, Michael, uh, there's no way, it's, it's your book, you write about our experiences as a, as a city. And then he gave me the manuscripts. I can tell you all the way the, the, uh, up to Chicago. I couldn't put that uh, that book down. I remember I slept from here to to um, to Dubai to, on the first leg. Uh, uh. I was tired, but the long the, the flight, you know, from from Dubai to uh, to Chicago, it's a fourteen hour flight. I couldn't sleep and put this uh, down because. You know, he, he was. It was painful for me. It was hateful, but exciting. That at mm-hmm. least, uh, you know what, Michael has managed to capture what I've been going through. It'll be part of the history that uh, future generations can really learn uh, about local government, about the turbulence that my country has gone really through. But so, I mean, yes, there's... I'm proud of the book, and um, mm. uh, it, 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 this is not fiction. This is real. Uh, what we, we uh, what you went uh, through. Here. What but you went through. Yeah. But uh, but uh, to be honest with you, Rasul, uh, to be honest to people of South Africa and the world, and particularly people of Johannesburg, I mm. really from the bottom of my heart to thank them for the opportunity to give me to be part of saving this country. So they let's 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 quickly like talk about. Let's quickly talk about that experience because we have about, if I'm looking up at the time, we have about eight minutes left in each other's company there, um, uh, Mr. Mashaba. And obviously we, we don't have much, uh, we don't have much um, uh, time to, to cover everything and I don't want to spoil the book itself, right? But um, there's, you know, there's a couple of things that obviously you talk about in the book that is extremely important that, or not that you speak about, but that Michael mentions that you went through. Um, and I think some of the stuff is, is not just the external politics that you had to deal with, dealing with the EFF, dealing with the ANC and what you inherited within government, but it was also obviously eventually why you are no longer the mayor of this particular city that we are speaking of, being Johannesburg, why you subsequently then left the De- Democratic Alliance. Uh, it seems that you had an uphill battle both within and without, uh, outside of the Democratic Alliance, as well as within the Democratic Alliance. One of the key things that stands out for me is that you were basically being questioned and asked within six months of, of being mayor of the city, why doesn't Joburg look like uh, Cape Town? I mean, th- I found that quite interesting. Second to that, that there seemingly didn't, wasn't an understanding and a cooperation um, with some of the other senior leaders within the, the, the party. But more importantly, what was the relationship like for you, in your words, towards the end of your tenure as the mayor of, 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 of this city, as well as being a, a, clearly a member of the Democratic Alliance and making the d- decision to move on to other things? Well, you know, one of the most painful things for me, you know, I took a decision to join the DA because I really and genuinely believed in them that they are the party to really unite us as South Africans. And and unfortunately, to to really say to South Africans, yes, so Michael Duman, the wife of African, he's never worked anywhere in his life than in the DA. And he's the one who wrote this book. Uh, and he was the one who had to really deal with the uh, DA matters because I'd, I've tried to avoid the dealing with the political matters. We had major mm. issues of an operational matter. Unfortunately, DA was the most uh, difficult, almost impossible uh, partner. Some some members, uh, not everybody. And and what what was actually what is painful for me are things that 
uh, people used to blame some of us who joined the DAS as, uh, as black people. That do you know what? Um, uh, your house niggers and uh, those, mm. uh, the whites will never accept you. And I never believed it. And I, and I said, no, it, it can't be true. This party, I've been voting for it because I only voted for the DA, for the ANC twice. All along, I've been voting for the DA. I took a membership of the DA in after the 2014 because I believed in, in, in them. And I thought so, you know. Mm. And, uh, and uh, yes, there were, uh, uh, the, the whole case is in, in the book how DA is not committed um, to the transformation of, of this country. DA just really wants to... Uh, pro- the, the current leaders uh, they just want to remain uh, 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 in opposition and really be happy in that, uh, to, 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 to govern the Cape, Cape Town. And I, I remember for years, I used to defend their case... Uh, on, uh, on mm. not attending to the to the black areas in in, in Cape Town, I thought it was budgetary uh, constraints. But I've got evidence that was in the city of Johannesburg. White uh, people of of Johannesburg used to tell me, Mashaba, please make sure that you go and give dignity to poor people in the settlement." But the DA was uh, totally against this. They would want me, to, instead of going to give uh, uh, people of uh, informal settlements toilets and so forth, they tell me, why must you go and spend money with, uh, with, uh, with people who are not taxpayers? Where now our, our taxpayers, the grass, uh, the grass is long, the lights are not working. Overnight, it, it was six months, hardly six months into, into operation. And you can imagine when I took over the, the we took over the, the administration in August. We took over the administration with a budget that we had to run with it until June of 2017. But already, uh, before even really running with the with an ANC budget, and if you look at the ANC budget. Uh, in, including the actual budget, uh, mm. the, the, the the balance sheet itself. To clean up that mess of the balance sheet that, that I inherited was a massive uh, challenge. But the DA was not interested in that. The DA says, no, well, I am failing. They are, they are, they are voters. Um, why must I even entertain talking to the EFF? My goodness, how do I not talk to the EFF and others? And you can imagine EFF, I talk to them once a month when, the, when mm. you have to go to council to take them through reports that must go to council. Whereas with the DA, we've got our, our caucuses on a regular basis. Yeah. I used to, in the beginning, invite some of them in, in groups every Friday afternoon to come and spend two hours with me so that I bring them closer. But the harder I tried, the more outside forces uh, they, that, that are now currently the leaders of the DA decided, no, this is not on. Um, to, to talking to the EFF is not the issue. But at the end of the day, tell me, how would I pass anything uh, in, in council? Basically, they were just not really happy with us uh, uh, governing. And the decision to go into a coalition arrangement wasn't made by me. I wasn't part of um, the negotiation. I just really did this because... My mission was to unseat the ANC and mm, save my mm. country from collapse. Because for as long as this country is under ANC government, without any doubt, this country is going to collapse. So when, when I accepted the responsibility to be going to public office, was to unseat the ANC. And I'm unapologetic about that. But I can tell you the current leadership of the DA is not the, the ANC, is their darlings. They are the, 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 
they would do anything to keep ANC in power. On that basis, I'm looking at the time, Mr. Mashaba, and I hope you don't mind. Can we just uh, continue the conversation just after the 10 o'clock eyewitness news? I mean, what you well, were saying... I'm, 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 I've planned to... I was promised I was going to be with you until 10.30, so I'm at your mess. Hey, ta-da! I love that, I love that. No, you know why? Because the thing for me is what you are saying is extremely important, and it's important from... Uh, dare I say <laughs> a breaking news perspective Look I understand that as, as, a, as a former political leader Within the Democratic Alliance Having left the, the party The last thing that you want to do And I think the one bit of credit That uh, anyone can give you As well as Musi Maimani as an example Is the fact that when you left the Democratic Alliance You weren't bitching and moaning On, on, on TV and on radio If you get what I'm saying You weren't ugly about the situation But the unfortunate fact of the matter is whether it be a year later, whether it be a couple of months later, people like myself are going to come knocking on the door and say, tell us what the actual issue was. And you're gracious enough to do that. And I can't say now that, listen, I'm going to wrap up this conversation quickly because there's another. I need to get to some of the nuts and the bolts there. So I hope you don't mind us having that conversation and sort of having that conversation. I really appreciate uh, well, you for that. Uh, I, I will stand by and listen to your news and we can carry, carry on. Afterwards. Thank you so much, Mr. Mashaba. I really appreciate that. That is Herman Mashaba. He is, of course, the founder uh, of the People's Dialogue. He's the former mayor of Johannesburg as well. Um, and, uh, you know, he, there's this book out uh, by Michael Beaumont, um, The Accidental Mayor. And I think it's really a worthwhile conversation ever, uh, happening right now. It's 10 o'clock. Time for your latest Cybertness News. I'll- Talk at nine. Talk at nine. On 702. For the curious. On 92.7 and 106 FM. It is uh, four minutes past 10 o'clock. Welcome back. You're listening to Gershwell Brooks here on 702. Great to be in your company, of course. On the line, I have the former mayor of Johannesburg, as well as the founder of the People's Dialogue on the line, Mr. Herman Mashaba. And we're really talking about, uh, you know, his, his life subsequent to uh, the Democratic Alliance, also the fact that, uh, and as, as mayor of Johannesburg, you know, being described, and I think I do agree with the description, quite frankly, uh, of him being uh, a disruptive um, mayor, uh, during his tenure in, in Johannesburg. Now, in case you're just joining us, we've already discussed, uh, you know, what it was like for him to uh, take the seat from being, you know, from the, the, the Democratic Alliance in particular, being uh, an opposition party uh, moving into a governing party. And I mean, those are two very different roles. And I think he's already mentioned what are some of the major challenges uh, that he faced in, in during that tenure at that particular point in time. But now what we are touching on is something that I find excessively uh, fascinating is because you know that not too long ago, uh, he did actually leave office. He resigned from both the Democratic Alliance as well as the office of mayor. Uh, in Johannesburg, and and we're really talking about that at this particular stage, what led him to that uh, point in a very candid and frank discussion. And I thank you for that once again, Mr. Mashaba. What I'm going to ask you is, obviously, it's, it's, it's no secret what had happened within the Democratic Alliance prior to your departure, prior to the departure of Musi Maimani, who was actually uh, the party leader at the time, uh, particularly the leader of opposition, was the fact that we had the re-emergence or the reintroduction of Helen Ziller, who was the former party leader, the former um, uh, premier of the Western Cape. She had left, you know, active party politics for a time. 
uh, running success, you know, her life successfully uh, as a new, you know, a new career in, in social media, uh, doing all kinds of things in that space. But then she reemerged, um, you know, as the chairperson of the federal council, if I'm not mistaken. In in in, in, in candidness, was that the cause, or at least contributed in large? to the, the tension you felt and the need for you to then leave the Democratic Alliance? No, that was the, the, the final nail in, in, in the coffin because uh, uh, you remember when Helen, uh, um, sometime early last year when she started coming out with tweets that, uh, to do with colonialism and stuff like that and the Moose's uh, started really talking to her and she was just not really prepared to assist her and make life difficult I mean easier for for, for Moosey and uh, that's when I started uh, having some suspicions because all along honestly and truly I, I, I thought Helen uh, was a progressive person was someone committed uh, mm. to, to an unracial South Africa I honestly and truly believe so so even when those issues came out, I said, man, like, it's something is it, not right here. Obviously, I, I, was, I had nothing to do with, uh, to a large extent, with national matters. Yeah. I had this complex city of Johannesburg to run. Yeah, but yeah. then uh, the, after the elections, so when it emerged uh, to me that um, there are meetings, secret meetings held with the IRR. You remember Helen was working with the IRR, and uh, the, yes, the yes, yes, I remember. Yeah, the name of uh, Herman Pretorius, who wrote the piece um, uh, calling for the removal of uh, Maimani yeah, yeah. Uh, and being re- being replaced by the current um, premier of the Western Cape, and uh, I learned about the secret meetings. And uh, you know, for me, just uh, all my grandfather told me one thing, and I'm really so grateful to him uh, that uh, you know you 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 listen to people uh, and give them an opportunity. Um, but one thing that my grandfather taught me and taught me strongly is that uh, trust, uh, I mean, what you do is uh, trust what people do than what they say. But give them a chance first uh, to and whatever, you know. But obviously, if someone operates uh, uh, in a clandestine kind of fashion, don't give that person a second chance. So when I learn about this uh, clandestine meetings and now all of a sudden, uh, here's uh, Herman Pretorius already from the IRR, uh, a think thing, nothing to do with the DA now. Um, Helen Zilla, we know, it, uh, and other DA people working at the IRR. When I learned about this, I brought this to the attention of Musi. I said, Musi, you know, for sure enough, I was born yesterday. There are this kind of uh, meetings, and uh, here's uh, some of the proof. And I said to Musi, if it does really happen that... Um, the DA um, uh, brings back this woman as, as, a, as a chairperson. Unfortunately, I've lost uh, trust in her. There's just no way that I'd want to be associated with her regardless. And I, because I said it would be very dangerous for my own personal reputation. In the event uh, she gets elected as the chairperson of, of, uh, of, um, uh, of the DA, I'm out of here. And um, I said to Moshe, please attend to it. And obviously with Moshe not doing anything uh, about a week or two later, that's when I decided to issue a statement uh, making it clear to the DA 
that in the event that Helen uh, is elected as the, as the federal chair of the DA, I'm out of here because I would not want to really personally be associated with right-wing elements. Uh, uh, I'm committed uh, the, to non-racial society in, mm. in a genuine fashion. I said I'm, I've been abused by, by the DA uh, for the last three years, uh, not caring about poor people. I said, uh, why, the, why there was this resistance? I said, I'm not that kind of person. And unfortunately, on the 20th, uh, uh, she was elected um, as a chairperson, and I immediately issued uh, a, a statement to call for a press conference, and you remember very well on the 21st, I um, addressed a packed press conference, and uh, that speech is it, it, a public document. Anyone can see why I've resigned. But I think I'm so grateful to Michael for for the book, because the, Michael's intention was to release the, his book uh, at the end of my term. And by then, uh, beginning of this year, uh, I'd already made it clear to Musi and the DA that uh, I'm not going to stand uh, the second term. I said, if we finish uh, this term, the next term around, I'm no longer going to start to stand for the DA because I said to I remember one day Musi came to my office when um, uh, the, um, he tried to really get me to uh, to negotiate um, the, uh, standing in uh, for 2021. I said, Musi, I can't do it. And he says, no, but Herman, uh, it, in fact, he says, 2021, with your popularity and the great work you've done, you'll get outright majority that you don't have to deal with all the complexities. I said to Musi... It is precisely the reason why I will not stand it because you can imagine if um, uh, uh, DA has got uh, the majority in, 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 in council and I must be subjected to them. I said it is for that reason. You can ask Musi. I said, uh, this uh, true. I said, and it, it's also in the book. I said, I would, uh, luckily, right now, I'm not 100% accountable to the DA. Because if I was accountable to the DA, I would have long uh, resigned. You can ask uh, Mike Muriachi, you can ask uh, John Moody or Musi mm. Maimani. They know very well that uh, the, uh, I was just, uh, I thought I would really serve until 2021. But obviously, then with the capture of uh, of the DA by the IRR and Helen Zillers' uh, clique, I decided, you know what? Uh, I'm not like uh, Patricia Dillon. I don't have to really fight for this position. Because for me, for me to, to being a mayor is the last job in the world uh, that, that, that I want. So, yeah, I resigned and I've been unemployed um, uh, since uh, that time until now. Um, Are you collecting uh, yeah. your 350 during lockdown? Well, unfortunately, I made a mistake. I didn't apply, but obviously, <laughs> I'm running and uh, I'm running a very expensive machinery to to start a political party. And uh, and and um, lucky my family is uh, really giving the I mean the the nice lot of financial support and uh, and and uh, and a few South Africans uh, giving us the hundred rands, the three fifty five hundred. But uh, almost ninety five percent of the funding is still coming from my family because uh, we are committed to this country and this country has been good to us uh, for the last uh, almost forty years or so. Well, let's say thirty eight. I've been married to my wife for. 30 eight years now and uh, we, we we started our, our business career two months after our our our, our marriage um, because I wanted before going into business to stabilize my my life so I got married married to my wife and then 
two months later, bought a car, two months later, I resigned, but at my business career. And my wife has been uh, uh, the, my biggest supporter throughout, uh, whether in any format or whatever, you know. And even today, she's the one who's making mm. sure that uh, we, uh, as, a, as a family, that uh, we, 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 we gift the country, not uh, with, uh, with fish. We're giving, we, we, we want South Africa to really be able to fish. One day it must be a nation of fishers, not a nation that uh, is relying on the international community to give us fish. So that's the contribution at this point in time so, that I'm making uh, to, to, to this country. Final issue on this, uh, Mr. Mashaba, and, and then we can move on to the statement that you recently released around Black, Black Lives Matter. I mean, a lot of, there's two things I think that just stand out for me. Um, it was three years that you underwent this this battle within the the Democratic Alliance. Um, I'm looking. I just did a quick scan of the WhatsApps, the SMSs, and everything coming through. Some people just basically, and I mean, ultimately, you know that there, there's many, many, many loyal Democratic Alliance supporters, and anyone that turns its back on the DA or criticizes the DA is ultimately persona non grata. But um, one of the things that stands out for me is. Uh, some of them are saying that it's sour grapes on your behalf. Uh, some of them are just uh, saying that you're seeking power, for lack of a better term. But, you know, just for the nation's clarity, I mean, was it just a simple case of a personality clash between yourself and Helen Ziller? Or was there something else that really bothered you about the Democratic Alliance as a party, which meant that you couldn't be associated with the said party any longer and that now you had to go out and resign from the party, but that inevitably meant that you had to leave as the mayor of the city as well? I think, so if you, uh, uh, you, you read the, my statement um, um announced on the day of resignation mm. and you read uh, the accidental mayor um, you will find no contradiction whatsoever as to why I left um, I left uh, the DA uh, it was obviously a culmination of three years of abuse uh, of mm. three years of uh, lack of understanding lack of uh, uh, empathy towards uh, poor people uh, the, the lack of um, empathy towards uh, uh, historical context of this country. 300 years of uh, colonialism, uh, apartheid, but more importantly, 26 years of ANC misrule of this country. ANC has played such a devastating role to destroy our, our country. We one of the most unequal society in the world, became, becoming ANC inherited an unequal society in 1994. And that we understand. There's a reason why apartheid was declared uh, crime against humanity. We all mm, thought that mm. black and white uh, international community. But at the end of the day, 26 years later, uh, South Africa is more unequal than it was uh, during apartheid. So now, how do we then correct this? We have got to really correct this by unseating the ANC. Now, when you discover that a, the DA is not interested in unseating the, 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 the ANC, then 
attract and invite some of us to, to join them on creating this one the South Africa for All. But when you are inside, you're, you're talking about one South Africa for All, they reject it. I, I can give you an example uh, the, uh, the, um, of, of, of some of the cases uh, that, uh, that, that are for me used to be so embarrassing. I will tell them when we're in, in federal council. You'll see Musi Maimani is the only black person there in, in, in front. But uh, when the federal council or FedEx is complete, there's a press conference. Mm. There's not a single white person there. So Musi must be surrounded by other uh, blacks. And I've said, but uh, people, are we serious? We, we, we have a situation where we've got a crisis of being... Uh, 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 regarded as a white party, and uh, we're not going to deal with this uh, by by lies and and actions, mm-hmm. uh, uh, by misleading society. When you have a press conference, you, you get Muslims surrounded by blacks uh, to address the media on of the outcome of federal council. But when we go into the federal council itself, Muslims is the only black person. And I'll, I'll raise these issues with them. I said, are you guys serious about addressing these matters? Because I, I, I was talking from experience of the resistance I was getting in terms of uh, direction of our budget. And one thing that used to hit to, to me even most was the fact that the residents, white residents of the city of Johannesburg, majority of them, I used to address them. They used to, to say, Mashaba, we support you. They'll give me standing ovations when I tell them about some of the projects we, we, we were involved in mm. to assist uh, our poor people. But unfortunately, uh, the DA was not interested. Some well, of the people in the DA, not uh, all, not all so of them, right but now, yeah. Uh, honestly, for me, what is, is of, of major, major concern are the the, the, uh, the people of conscience within the DA. How are they going to live out uh, with this reality? Because uh, Helen has made it clear that uh, uh, that the DA people must accept it. It's a twenty percent party; they can't really govern. So they're quite comfortable to be uh, to be in opposition. It's in the book uh, mm. and, uh, with evidence uh, of of, of a, a statement. So, so uh, why then did you want to really be in politics uh, to just earn a, a good salary as a MP? But you are happy for the ANC to continue dis- uh, disrupting uh, our and destroying our country. Where we've got uh, the biggest in, in the world. Our, our women, our, uh, our sisters, our mothers have been raped every every, every day. Uh, unemployment it's 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 one of the the, the longest sustainable in in the world. And uh, here it's a political party that I thought to, uh, wants to take over power and actually make South Africa a better place. For all of us now and uh, how wrong I, I was. You, you. Now, Mr. Mashaba, final issue. You you issued a statement on um, Black Lives Matter, the, the, the issues that are happening, obviously. I guess the, the what thrust this conversation in the middle of uh, the public discourse at this point in time is the killing of George Floyd. Just very quickly, what is your take from it, especially coming from a country, a country that, like ours, where we have a Collins Causa who lost his life tragically in his own yard at the hands of of of, of state actors in the form of the SANDF? Just very briefly, what is your your take on uh, those situations, and and what does what's the essence of your statement? 
You know, on on Thursday night when I had um, uh, Jesse Duarte from the ANC saying that uh, the following day they are launching uh, a Black Friday where they expect uh, South Africans to wear black uh, in solidarity with uh, Black Lives Matter in the United States. I said, my goodness, this is an insult. Without any doubt, uh, we we concerned about uh, the the lives of uh, our black people in the United States. We know how they've been treated. But what about us here in South Africa? You know, I'm sitting with a case right now um, that uh, for South Africans, if we're not going to wake up to those, we're going to see a disaster one of those days. You, you, uh, you've heard of uh, the, um, the, the, the container in uh, Lily Mine in Babaton that fell down uh, the, the, this mine about four years ago. I'm yeah. Sure you know about yeah, yeah, one. yeah. 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 I'm sure you've heard of uh, Marikana. Yeah. Uh, where sure. 34 mine, uh, miners were, were shot, some of them at the, at the, at the back. I'm sure you've heard of uh, Tatan in, in the Free State. Mm. And now the. 11 people since the lockdown killed by, by our security forces, including um, um, the, the one of uh, causes uh, in, in Alexander. Yeah. And, uh, and I'm saying to myself, I'm saying to our government, this people this must be crazy. Uh, please, charity starts at home. We've got our own uh, the black lives that actually matter. Mm, and uh, mm. at the end of the day, uh, yes, black lives matter, but the lives of all our people matter. Let us really start here at home before, yeah, we can just really send uh, a note as government uh, uh, or whatever to do, but uh, not to expect us as South Africans to, to, to embark on a campaign with, with a government that does not respect the lives of their own black people in South Africa. I took that as, uh, I took this as an, uh, seriously, and I said, uh, I don't want to be party to this, and I want to tell South Africans to know about it. That's when I wrote that open letter. I said, ANC, you, you leave me out, uh, out of this. Black lives in, let black lives in South Africa uh, matter before you can tell me about any other country in the world. Thank you so much, Mr. Bashaba. Look, you were very generous and honest and open with uh, your responses this evening around uh, your political past. Hopefully, look, I'm going to get my grubby little hands. I see that uh, the book, The Accidental Mayor, uh, was released on, uh, on literally on the 31st of December. Um, I see that it's available at Exclusive Books and other um, reputable bookstores. Um, and I'm definitely going to get my hands on a copy of The Accidental Mayor at one point or the other. And, uh, yeah, the next time I see you, I hope you're willing to sign it. Absolutely. And I can tell you, you're going to enjoy it because it, uh, it's a reality of, uh, the, of the situation. And, yes, and uh, you can understand some people are not going to agree <laughs> with what Michael has written. But that's fine. It is our opinion. We live in a democratic uh, environment. Uh, it's up to civil society uh, yeah. to really judge ultimately. No, for sure. Thank you. All the best to you. And um, thanks for chatting to me this evening. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thanks Thanks for the opportunity and give my regards uh, to everyone and really thank you for, the, for this great opportunity. No problem. That was Herman Mashaba, the former mayor of Johannesburg. He's the founder of the People's Dialogue uh, in his tell-all interview. You're on 702 with me, of course.